0: Thank you for listening to the Keystone Church Podcast. For more information about us, you can visit us at mykeystonechurch.com. You know, there is always a season to every little things, right? There's a season to sow, there's a season to reap, there's a season to enjoy. But in every season, there are principles. Okay, here's, here's one thing I've learned being an Indian. I'm still learning English. Uh, and uh, one, thing, one thing that uh, I've always learned learn as in my culture is no, if nobody understands, they don't shake. <laughs> if anybody's understanding, they shake. Uh, So if you understand whatever I'm trying to say, to just to encourage me, uh, just to encourage me, raise your hands and say, I'm getting this. If I don't get, I won't receive. Okay? This is what's happening with, with my colleagues. They, sometimes they say, uh, there's a complaint, there's a little complaint, not with colleagues and some few of my people that's out there, also. This is, Ravi, you're too complicated. I'm not too complicated. <laughs> yes, I, what I say is complicated, but you get it, you'll receive it. Yeah. Come on. Yes. Yeah. If you don't get it, you won't receive it. G- getting is receiving. Yeah. Receiving is locking the getting. Come on. Because when you lock what you're getting, you're flourishing. Amen. That's what happens when you're getting. You see? Getting, receiving, flourishing. I don't see anybody locked, writing this down. <laughs> it's fun to be in the presence of God because. It is the only place in the world change is inevitable. Doesn't matter where it is. Doesn't matter. I've 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 been as a as a as a as a pastor and a a pastor who, who led two hundred and fourteen churches, which is ridiculous. Being in India, uh, it is a movement, not a religion. Did you hear that? Church is a movement, not a religion. If it sticks to a little bit, it becomes elders ruling the pastor. Ooh, did I say something wrong? (laughs) If the pastor is not stung, not stung by, you know what stung is? The bee stung. If the pastor is not stung by movement, it becomes mommy monument oh is this the good word monument monument is something that does not shake anything but stays forever <laughs> if i don't shake i become monument monument is only for few selected people movement is for people who want to change things <laughs> it will stay Monument will always stay for every single person who's new to it, and the old will always look for something else because monument is yes, it's for the new, but the movement is for new and the old. I love to go to these picture pictures. What do you call uh, 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 what do you call them? Galleries and paintings that has no meaning at all. Like, dude, someone said, oh, I just, th- yesterday it was sold by $45,000 million. I thought of $1,000. like, really? <laughs> That's my son's painting right there. Yeah. This brush and splash and see. This, these people would sit, have chairs, like benches. I, I, am in, I, come for, I, I, I was in Arkansas, a place nobody should go to. Um uh, <laughs> I was there for four years. Enjoy the presence of God where you don't see people at all. you got to go search for people. Even if you search for people, they'll see you up and down because they don't know how to connect to me. You know what I mean? There's there's no connection because I'm not a foreigner, but I am an intruder. Uh, Movement, it is intruding. Whether you like it or not. You're disrupting the commonality of this community. If I'm not disrupting, I am confused. If I'm not disrupting, I'm confused. If I'm disrupting, I'm purposeful. Ah! Did you get that? If I'm not disrupting, I'm confused. If I'm confused, if I'm not, I'm, if I'm disrupting, I'm literally bringing the presence of a change. Guys, change is inevitable because without change, there's no growth. Transition does not bring me to greater, transition brings me to being strong. Come on. In Joshua chapter 1, there's a transition between Moses and Joshua. Hmm. Moses was thinker. Joshua is he, he 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 wants a project. Jo- Moses didn't want a project. He always hated a project. That's why God took him out. Joshua needed a project that brings st- being strong and being courageous. it's not it's not about see the, the thing is without a project there's no purpose project doesn't mean we are stuck with a task project means i want to grow in being courageous and being strong do you get that Project means I need be a Lord, I need to be courageous and being strong because being courageous is not feeling weak. Because uh, being courageous is not feeling weak, being courageous is going after what I have in my, in my strength, right here. Yeah. Do you get that? Because what is happening here is what, what the Lord is trying to say in this whole arena of these changes. They were, uh, Joshua was looking for. Was looking for how. But God was saying, "See who. Who are you? Who are you fighting with? Not how to fight." Ladies, it's like how am I putting my husband down later? Just kidding. Its kingdom is all about who, not how. Come on. When I don't know who is with you, who you're fighting with, the vertical has no meaning. Is this vertical? Horizontal. English. Horizontal. <laughs> vertical. Horizontal has no meaning because it is who you need to answer first. Because it is who you fight with is how you're going to fight. It is not with, the, with, the, with this flesh and blood you can fight a war. It is by the wise. The intrinsic value. Intraperspective value. I'm learning English these days. <laughs> See, your strength is borrowed from who is with you that allows, that allows what you're going to win. Who you're fighting with allows what you're going to win. I want to know what I'm going to win because I'm a human being. But God says it's not about what it is about who that's a dangerous thing to work with especially a, a man who wants to know what my future is but God says Joshua it's not about you comparing to Moses who did things crazy enough but I'm not I'm going to I'm going to go with you just as I was with Moses Moses was dragged to a change. But I'm giving you principles to receive change. Ah! I'm going to give principles. Here's the, that's the beauty of being with Christ. Because he gives us values for us to see, to, to bring Significant change where we become a movement, not monument. Because the, 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 Joshua rallied the values of the Holy Spirit. He didn't rally the principles. Moses valued principles. Joshua valued values. He rallied values. Principle says you can't break it. You cannot break that. It's impossible for you to break the law. You cannot do it. Value says, why can't? Value says, principle says, you can't walk on the water. The value says, yes. Because who is with me is who I'm driving with. (laughs) Who is with me is who I'm driving with. Because that who I see is driving me. Come on. Before me is the Lion of Judah. This is my story. I'm writing my story based on a lion, not based on how. Transition is a value based, value based authority. Principles says it's an (laughs) offense. Oh, I wish I can record this. You see, what the Lord is trying to say, because whenever I went to a village to share the gospel in India, it was the most, every village had its own way to bring Jesus in. But what I carried was a value. The value was, my life is to restore God in a place of power struggle. When you have principles, there is power struggle. But you have values, you say, I appreciate what you're going to do. I will appreciate what you're going to do. I will dream for you. I'll give you the joy to go proceed what I have, what God has given to you. Principle says, take care of this, then I'll give you that. No, I'll give you that because you'll have strength to do this. Did you see them? Am I getting something? I will give you the hope. But I I'll give you the hope but I'll give you faith. I'll give you the dream but I'll give you the army here. I'll give you faith. I mean I'll give you hope. I'll give you what you're going against. What you're going for. I'm going to give you a land. I'm going to give you everything that you have. But I'm going to give you army before you leave there. Because this army is crazier than what you're going to earn. Army is a crazier thing because it's just fun. Because Joshua had crazy people who had no clue how to fight. <laughs> Do you get that? But what he had was hope. Hope is a friend of substance. Is a best friend for substance. Hope related to the best friend called substance called faith. He related faith. Hope always relates to faith. Come on, come on, come on. Because when I when I go to villages, I, I share that I, I've shared this quite, quite a few times these days. Being in India, being a, being a uh, out uh, being a pastor, uh, coming from a, a t- my dad was a my dad was a southern baptist leader and he was a high priest before high priest uh, hindu high priest he got saved uh, in a in a train a watch uh, picking up a track a bible track and he got saved he that one track messed him up messed his 22 years of slavery of being a high priest brahman And that one track shook his life. Come on. I mean, don't take tracks light. The Roman road track. He shook God. God, I loved him. It's not the track that shook him. Are you ready? It is a capacity that he had that he said, Because the capacity is being hunger. Hunger, being hungry, is your capacity to take as how much you can take in. Someone getting something. Please, come on. This is the church. But you will not go home empty today. Transition is happening whether you like it or not. Yeah. See, my God is a funny God, ridiculous God. Your God is ridiculous as, just as I am. Just as, just as I'm my God. I mean, because this Jesus we are talking about, he's crazy. <laughs> he puts us in an unfamiliar space. So that he can come in wait. I've got to be more hunger for his visitation. Hunger is not a small word. It is your capacity to be filled. Did you get that? It is a capacity to be filled. Here's here's my dad. Got saved, and I just so, so, and I just entangled. And because the truth is, the truth doesn't, the truth won't make you free. The first thing the truth does is confuse you. <laughs> Dude, what did you just say? It rocked me. Oh, oh, my tradition is going away. It's flying. I don't want it to fly. You know what I mean? Truth sets you free, truth makes it so viable, so tangible to life. Come on. Truth sets you up for life, not control. And my dad was so exhausted with being in the world of being traditional leader, priest. And all of a sudden, he, he's confronted with the gospel track, which talks him about who this, this Jesus is and he's connected to a Southern Baptist pastor which shouldn't have happened. And I'll tell you a story. The Southern Baptist, Southern Baptist pastor who was so religious in itself, because um, his his value was the Bible, which was amazing, which is good, which is fascinating. So he 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 trains him, and he says, I want you to go to Bible college. I want you to study the Bible college. He goes to study Bible college. In the Bible college, in second year Bible college, he physically dies. My dad, who before salvation, before being married, he dies physically dies for two. Two months, for two days, he's in the mortuary. For two days, he, the body is kept in the mortuary because the the parents are getting ready for about uh, six hours to six hours, fourteen hours to drive to pick up the body. Uh, they got the information. They're coming. Uh, they got the information. They're coming by to pick up the dead body. My dad is in this dead body mortuary, and all of a sudden, making the story short, I have a message to share. Um, uh, the, the dead body is, is now. Some, someone comes to the dead body to Joseph my dad and says Joseph this is not the place that you need supposed to be wake up and he wakes up all of a sudden he sees the guy who woke him up disappears and he sees the dead around the first thing that he says is I'm afraid I'm scared why was why am I here around the dead body Change, most of the time, brings us to, to a place where there is no life. Like, oh, I, don't, I was expecting amazing things, great things. Why did you bring me here, which is, which is, which is like non-expected arena? I had all, I, I, have, I, I have been doing this and I don't see anything this happening. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't see my coffee. I don't see my, tr- br- uh, what do you call them? Dread- treadmill. Uh, where is my treadmill? Where is this? Where is that? So uh, when dad brings change, he, br- he, he kills everything around you. He <laughs> says, this is not who you are. <laughs> he says, this tradition is who you are not. I want to take you being alive, being alive to a rel- to a did I speak in tongues? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to take you alive. Listen. I'm going to take you alive to change a culture. Joshua is in the same place. Dad, I want, I want, I want, to. Cu- I, I, I don't know how to do this. I, I don't know. I, I, this is my first war. This is my first war getting into the land that you gave me and you put me without Moses who had all these plans, all these plans that he had, and you already shared, but you did not give me nothing. I, he, he, you gave Moses all the script. I don't have any, any script. Come on. Moses didn't have any script too. He had a stick. But what Joshua had was only promise is I who I was with is who I'm going to be I was what I was with Moses I'm going to be just as who I was with I'm going to be with you like this that is the only promise that he had I'm going to be with you because I'm going to change a culture with you I'm going to teach a new culture with you with you to a new land you're getting into new land you want new culture you don't want what happened in 2000, you don't want what is what, what you valued in 2019 you don't want to value you don't want to bring the same results to 2020 do you? How many of you want the same thing? You want to see things different from 2019 to 2030. My, here's my dad is coming out, from the, coming out of this marchery and having this dead body, uh, uh, the death certificate coming out and says, um, uh, he's freaking out. The, 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 the watchman outside is freaking out, it seems, and everybody is freaking out because this dead body is walking with a, with a death certificate. And saying, I was dead, but I'm alive. I don't know how, I don't know who, I don't know where. What am I going to do now, God? And he's walking, he goes back and he knew exactly who touched him. Because this is my purpose. Now Mission. my mission is to promote Jesus, not what I am. Come on. I'm promoting Jesus. So he walks out to his village. He walks out into his own village where his funeral is getting ready. <laughs> his village, who kicked him out, saying before he before he got before he went to Bible college, they kicked him out because, dude, you are you're worshiping a foreign god. They kicked him out. When they kicked him out, and he's coming back after a few years, walking walking alive with the death certificate. He is in, in his chest and saying, Yes, I was dead, but I'm alive because there's the only God in the world who can make this miracle, who can create and recreate. That's the only God who can make this puzzle because if you don't receive this God, <laughs> there's functional freedom in this God. All of a sudden, this whole village got saved. How can you say no to a miracle? Come on, come on. Guys, accepting God is accepting miracles. What we need in change is miracles, not, not a, a Bluetooth or ble- uh, what do you call it, blueprint or whatever that you call it as. We don't need blueprint because blueprint won't do good. Because blueprint is an expectation that's going to kill you. Yes. You need blueprint, but you need life. Here's here's fascinating, the whole whole concept of change is so rigid, right, it's so, uh, uh, I I was, uh, how long do I have? 10 minutes? I'm, okay, Uh, you should be happy because my my watch is dead. I preach not less than four hours in India when I preach. Um, so, but I'm not going to preach four hours. <laughs> no. uh, 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 seriously, bless our God. Uh, uh. So h- here's my dad, just fascinated, and uh, church movement starts. And, uh, and I cannot believe that he, he, he tears down this temple. His village tears down his temple and start worshipping this real God and he builds this church and names this church called Calvary Baptist Church. I said, Baptist? <laughs> living thing only worships Pentecostals. Uh, not a Baptist. What? There's no function here. Anyways, uh, he's, 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 a, he's an amazing guy. That's, I, 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 he was married. He got married to a pastor's daughter and so on. I, this is, I came out. Uh, with their blessing. And I was growing up knowing a pastor who had a mission. As every, every pastor's kid, I saw mission being an obstacle for my growth. I didn't want mission. I, want, I, I wanted a value that accepted me. My dad accepted a mission, not who who was crying out for me, who was, who who inside my, they're making this, making this whole thing shut a little bit, but in the, in the process of that confusion, I looked to things that make me feel secure. I should have been secure with the mission, but I started forming my own values to make me feel secure. And, uh, and I went into things that I shouldn't have, but I felt everybody didn't like me because I, my perception was based on I'm not good enough for the mission. I compared myself to a mission, not to the one who gave the mission. When I saw this, this thing called principles, I couldn't live out of it. Said, I wanna be, I wanna have a change from that. I wanna run away from this change. That's not bringing me change. That's bringing me to work of feeling lost in this structure. When I'm following a structure, I'm lost, even though everybody's around me. Did you get that? Mission doesn't change you. The one who gave the mission gives you change. So here I'm walking around hopeless and, and, and got into things that I shouldn't have because I thought that would what want, want to give me purpose. And I walked into things that I shouldn't have, shouldn't have, and I walked into those things and I messed my life. But in that being messed up, there was one guy who really understood me. His name was Mark stud He got connected to me from an organization called Compassion International. Oh, it's here, right? That's right. That's right, it's here, I forgot. Compassion International, this guy, this is the only guy who really loved me and he would write me letters every three months and I I would love them because that three months letter gave me value because he knew what I valued is appreciation. And an appreci- I create for that appreciation. When I accept that appreciation, and I look for another appreciation from this guy. At the last, he said, Ravi, when I, was, when I was 14. He wrote me a letter, said, Ravi, I'm not going to write to you because I'm going Gulf War. He was a pilot. I'm, I cannot write to you, but I'll see you someday preaching to thousands. And I, and I said, I have nothing to do with Jesus. And I, you are gone. I'm, I'm, I'm off. So that story was, after 14, I, I went to do things that I shouldn't have done I want I not explain it more. At 17, I was so messed up. My life was so messed up that I could not see hope because hope was so far away and I didn't know the meaning of faith. I, the only thing I knew was fear in the, place, in the place of faith that made me not to accept hope. Fear makes me not to accept the hope. Could I have a good marriage? No, you can't. Could I have good success in my in my in my business? No, you can't. Right? Could I have this in my life? No, you can't. Everything that was fear connected me to loneliness and and lash lash myself into inner the the anger that i was i was making myself available walked into the inside level when the anger goes inside it becomes depression anger which walks in it's 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 worse than anxiety It's worse than depression. It's a combination of these two working together for me not to accept the faith and look for hope. Am I making anything clear? Anxiety and depression wants me wants me to run towards the hope without faith. Without trusting. It wants hope. It hates to trust. You you understand? You cannot get hope without being trusting. Ah! Trust is a behavior. Doesn't matter where you are. You do it well. Hope will find you. It's a behavior. I'm a psychologist, just so you know. Yeah, I studied psychology, the best way. But it's, it is only 20% of an answer. 80% is gone. Amen. Here I am, working this this thought of, I want to fight this. I'm going to get this. I want to walk this. And I'm losing all relationships. I'm losing all, all strengths that I, I had. I didn't see being strong in courage because I didn't value trust, I valued hope. <sighs> I'm talking to somebody, if I can name you all. <laughs> See, the God we worship is, as I said, crazy, because this is the God, I'm going a little another tangent now, because this God we worship is so crazy, he gave me a green card without me applying for Seriously, I could not, my wife couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. My lawyer couldn't believe it. Nobody couldn't believe it. Because that's who a God is. When I start trusting him, he will make the mountains come to my level. (laughs) You see, it's a trust that makes the world to find Treasure in this little light that I carry. <laughs> come on. Come on. It is the light that makes the city come together to be around this light. A city is built. Come on. Come on. Come on. The city is built around the light. The, the light that you carry is trust. You trust the power of God. God. You're bringing the hope. You don't have to run for it, and it's so fun because I couldn't believe that the green card came in. It's like this was supposed to be the process of two years. It came in one one month. How is this possible? I said, "Who this government did? Which who did it?" And I asked the Lord, "Dad, who did this? I, not you. Who did this? I." He says, "I did it. Don't you know how can I? I can. If I can do a miracle, I can also do a green card." And I said, uh, "Who did the photograph? Because this photograph is awesome. It's so cute. This is this. Uh, my color was bright. It's like I love this color. Who did this?" God said, uh, "Who photoshopped my color?" I said, oh, is You. Oh, you are a Photoshop guy too. <laughs> uh, what software do you use?" You know, this is this is fun because uh, the whole point is in the whole, in the whole picture. I had my face beautiful, and in the shirt that I was wearing was not mine. I couldn't see, I never had a shirt like that. Said, who where where's that shirt? Who who who, who did I borrow? Who where did that isn't mine? Dude, you had a, you had a best selection. I want your selection. You're a fashion designer. I love that. And I, I was shocked because, because I was not aware that he could do it. All I did is trust him in the uncomfortable place. I didn't want to go to America. I didn't want to come to America. God, I, I, there's a church planting that needs to be done. There's so much needs to be done in India. Why did you bring me here, which is, which, is, which is every mile there is a church. There's like McDonald's everywhere. There's churches, uh, like more than McDonald's, there are churches. There should be McDonald's more than churches here. I don't want to be here. There's so much work already that said said that. No, it's not about how. It's about what. What is that you need to be faithful that allows favor? You depend on what? Favor depends on what? It is what that brings Favor. Being faithful in little things brings opens up all kinds of favor. You're molding yourself with the trust. You're molding yourself with the behavior. Your emotions, you don't value, you're not valuing your emotions anymore. You're valuing with the behavior says, Thus saith the Lord, I'm going to stick here, I'm going to grow here, I'm going to make it. This is who I am, this is what I'm going to do. This is where my God's called me to be. I will be here because he told me so. The more I'm faithful here, he's changing something else me in due time what was what is changing will come w- with me because they see a light shining here first thing that we need to learn I have learned myself guys in all my journey with God in the changing world is is allow my behavior straighten up with Jesus first. Being faithful to what has been called for me. Emotions are not trustworthy. It is your behavior that allows God to make you capable to fill you up as much as you can. Is not fair God, is just God. Did you hear that? I am a Bob John's University product. You know Bob John's University? Bob John's University Baptist Fundamental Theologic Seminary. I mean, a seminary. Seminary? Seminary. seminary. Uh, It's a fascinating seminary because I went through six years of torture. (laughs) Here I am hearing this voice that dad... Uh, that my dad, I was going to kill myself in the middle of the night and I said, I, I hate this. I hate this hopeless life and I'm fearful and this and I don't want to go. And I was about to drink my poison and he, he, the voice, the voice, my instinct said, maybe you should read a letter. That letter, your sponsor letter, who talked to you. And, and then my instinct said, let me read it and let me read the one one guy who loved me. And I reading Mark and reading his last letter that he wrote to me and I says and somebody said, Ravi. Ravi, you are loved by Jesus. Because I tried every other gods possible. 3.5 million gods I tried. Not 3.5, but powerful gods I tried. No one wanted to see me because I gave them time. 20 minutes, I'll give you. Come meet me. No other gods came up. But, but I read this letter and I said, maybe I should try this Jesus. God, if you are really a god, as what Mike, this guy is saying, I will give you. I gave everybody... I've gave everybody twenty minutes. I just I gave him, I gave him very few minutes that just just rocked my life. In that few seconds, the Lord showed up and said, "Ravi, this is this is you are this is who you are. This is true. You are my son. My that voice that voice was uh, audible voice outside voice that I heard." It it, brought, it really shook my culture. It shook my fear. He said, I went on my knees and said, God, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I should have come to you first. But he made me go through those dry seasons so that I'd be more hungry and I'd be ready because I've dried. I more have more capacity in being dry. So here I am. Just this voice talking to me, I'm so fascinated by it. And here I'm gone to Bible college after one year experience, seeing these miracles up and down, miracles uh, dead, dead raising, lame walking, and all this happening. And I go to Bible school, Bible school who said, we don't, we don't accept miracles here. We don't understand, we don't accept voice here. Miracles are not supposed to be here. I said, how would you not accept miracles here? And I, could, they could, I couldn't understand it because my God told me to go study. What I learned from them was Bible. They taught me Bible. I loved going through Bible. I didn't care about the theology. I loved my Bible. They taught me how to read the Bible. They made me who I am today. I'm still, I'm still a Baptist, whether you like it or not. And I loved because they gave me a strong background to search the scriptures before the voice I hear it but I want to see it I I hear it but I go to scriptures so here I am walking into the into this world and understanding this concept the first thing that he does is I'm here the reason I'm putting this voice in you is to bring change and bring a culture through you because I'm framing a, re- a revolution, not, not, not someone else's instincts. We have to change a culture. We are here to change a culture. See, my point, in my I'll, I'm closing here in a minute, my point in all of this is Joshua was in transition. The first thing that he needed to know is what, what he needs to do, not the blueprint of where he's going to go. When I am full, I need to leave. Do you get that? Manna came into the ground. They had to, first thing they had to do is to go, they had to stretch themselves to get the manna. Why they had to go to stretch? Because they were hungry. The second thing is their capacity of accepting because they needed to, the, 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 the manna was only given to their to what they can hold he's he's a just god to make him more available in your life make change make make, make don't make gradual change make it sudden change if you don't god will remember that If you don't make a change, he will make a change for you so he can make more capacity, more space in you so he can occupy that space. Come on, guys. Come on. Space is good. But when you're full, make another space. That means you trusting God going after to fill this space so he would give you another space. Joshua knew the secret. secret is for him, God, all I wanted is, all I wanted is you gave me is my presence, your presence in me. He was not talking about the land that he, he needs to occupy. God was talking about be present in my presence. I will give you strength to occupy. Be filled with your presence first. Enjoy your presence first. Be filled there, and I'll occupy another one for you, so you can enjoy my presence. It's just fascinating because here's my point: because he gave me a green card, I still enjoy it. There's a story. I was in. A, can I tell you a story? A quick story. It's fascinating because I was driving. I was. Uh, I was going in a train. One day I'll finish in the story. I was going in a train to preach to preach a gospel, uh, to preach a. Uh, to preach. uh, They ordered me to share my testimony in a seminary when I was almost 21 years. Um, It was the first invitation for me to share share my testimony in a Bible school, a Bible college. And I took a train, and I wore the… How many of you heard this story? Okay. Um, um, So here I am, wore my best of the best uh, clothes. I usually wear my best shirt and a pant, and uh, and I, I was sitting in the train, making the story short. It's never a short. Um, reading my Bible, preparing it to be the best sermon I can ever preach. And reading, reading while I'm reading the the word. This this express train, in the express train, reading the word. And I uh, this voice spoke to me and says the same voice. He said, um, Ravi, I want you to jump the train. <laughs> I said, Did I hear that? Jump the train for, the, for, one minute, for one minute. I thought maybe he is talking to somebody, somebody not me. Uh, <laughs> redirect and, uh, and, uh, and the second time he says, Ravi, I want you to jump the train. Second time, when I said, God, this is beautiful. As this, is, this should be an amazing illustration. What is train symbolically? <laughs> it's a symbol of ministry, or. And like I was, I was trying to understand. I said, Ravi, this is your father, this is your dad. Please jump the train. Dad, oh, it's easy for you to s- watch from up. <laughs> Come in vertical. Is it vertical? Yeah. This is horizontal. It's, I want you to come in horizontal way, not vertical way. <laughs> vertical way is easy. Everything is so beautiful. But th- this is the way you can't see nothing. You only see is losing a limb, <laughs> losing this beautiful nose, or something is crippled, not die. You can, God. I'm not going to go. And to my shock, I walk to the door. I'll show you what. I'll show you practically. You're not practical, God. I'm going to show you how horrible it is. And I take my Bible, put it in my back, and I hold these rings. And it says, and the fourth time, I says, Rabbi, jump now. I says, no, I won't. I am showing you through my eyes. You sh- you talk through my eyes. I'm showing you through my eyes. Look at the rocks. <laughs> Look at the trees. Look at this steel power where I can jump and and all of a sudden I can jump to the railings and I squish this brain and you're dead and you're alone without being me. You know what happened? I was pushed. (laughs) I, I felt it thump like a boot like I had no control on me and I jumped when I jumped I landed in a mud pit it was they were working on it and I landed in a mud pit in early in the morning it was drizzling I landed so heavy I squeezed myself inside I just just squeezed I just went inside and the air was hitting so hard I had to push my push my my head and I was fully baptized by Red Mud Pit. I woke up myself, the first thing I saw was a shirt, white shirt I was wearing, which was dear, which was so dear to me, because that was the only shirt I would wear to only important events. I was so angry on a jump that I lost my shirt. I knew no, no power in the world can wash this, wash away from the Red Mud Pit. No washing machine could do it. I'm angry, and God said, "Dude, why? Why did you have to push me? I know it was you, no one was in there. I choose a compartment to study the Word of God, not to be disturbed. I knew no one was there. It was you, stinker. What, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I woke up to, woke up to my, my feelings and I saw another guy also. Sitting in the same mud pit, about two or three compartments, or two, ten, t- t- 20 feet away, he's always sitting in the same place, and here I am watching him., he uh, didn't connect to me because he's also trying to bless he's also shocked, because he's also jumped with me, not knowing I jumped with him too. Here I am, says, "Sir, why are you there?" And I said, I, said, I want wanted to die. I want to die. I jumped from the train thinking I want to die. I just I had no hope. First thing that hit me was compassion. The Lord didn't tell me nothing. He said, oh, do you know who Jesus is? Because that's, that's a pastor's job, right? He says, who? He's a politician? No, he's a God. Because I was angry. Right, so Baptist, Baptist preaching. I was just I preached the Baptist preaching thing, and he, the more he heard, the more he heard the message. Like, really, seriously, that God can do this for me? He can take me away from this crutch of being hopeless, pain in me. Is this? as this. Is, this is so miracle. I never heard this message before. Yes, I'm so awesome. And no, I didn't say that. And it just, it's just fascinating. This message was just ruining him. Ruining the plan of the enemy in this life. Here I am so contained by anger of losing my shirt. And he, wanted, he said, you want to accept Jesus Christ in your person?" He says, yes, I want that. Just pray with the Baptist prayer. He prayed and I prayed and uh, I woke myself. And I woke him up and we were walking into the train station. and looked at the pond, tried to wash my shirt. I was trying to wash my shirt. He looks at, I looked at him and I says, crazy, do you want to be baptized, sir? He says, what is baptism? Don't worry, come here. Might as well do something. After a few months, I go to the train station. My cousin were there. God was there. God met me there. And I, that day, was the, it was the most boring sermon you can ever get. <laughs> After a few months, three, three four months, I was eating this. I was, I was in a conference, and an American was teaching. I, I didn't go there uh, to hear. I went to eat what he gave, gave the conference, free food. Uh, uh, and I was eating my free food um, I was fascinating free food called biryani that's the only food in, 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 in heaven um, if you don't know um, it's called biryani if you have not tried it please try it, it's amazing and eating my biryani someone knocked at my back and said Ravi, huh, sir I said oh. he looked at me and said he just started crying, just weeping says who are you what why are you crying sir so you remember the train the jump and all of that and this says, yes yes is he dead and i said he says no he's alive sir if you wouldn't have jumped that day <laughs> i w- i wouldn't have been a pastor for 18 villages now my villages got shook by by this God that you share I'm grateful for your jump and I wept like a baby I wept like my baby a baby It's dark, God I would have lost this man I would have lost this man for you just being stubborn to value to to have a principle of me feeling grateful I'm not, it's not about me, what what I need to do. It's about what I need to be doing. It's not how, it's what. I wept like a baby and I said, God, throw me where you want me. I'll throw myself. That day, it changed my theology. I will trust you. I will not trust how I'm going to do it. Today, I don't know what talk to you today? But one thing I want to say: I know a few of you here, seeing s- are in the edge of change. It's okay. It's okay. I see someone here, at at the edge of change, are wanting a change. wanting a change my god is ready to bring a disruptive bring a disruptive power on the enemy he's ready to change your perspectives and to give you his values it's not how it's what you need to value. Call Jesus. Change comes there first, not who you need to fight with. You cannot win when you want to control. It was. This is the second time, third time I shared this. You cannot worship with control. Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! let's stand let's stand let's stand let's stand. i was preaching uh, teaching yesterday uh, yesterday day for yesterday all day and just just a few hours and teaching on power couple the power struggle and the whole teaching is still in my mind and i didn't know how to convert conference to church i'm sorry if i taught that Uh, i know how to preach i don't know how to teach i did well i think i did well Uh, um and in in all of this i share today who are you glorifying are you glorifying not to fight did you hear that Are you glorifying, I don't want to fight? Are you glorifying who to fight with? Mm-hmm. This church needs, this church, I promise you, this one motto that God called your church for, not for revival. Please know. Please know, you're not going for revival. You're going for restoration. Revival is temporary. Restoration is permanent. Ah! It sweeps America. It can sweep America. This is your invitation you don't want to go to you don't want to go to how revival is how what is restoration dad restore me I want change I I want change but I want to I want to go to a land but I want your presence Israel was looking for a land God showed Moses presence he was not fighting for the land he fought for the presence Jacob fought for presence he didn't fight the enemy Jacob fought the presence he didn't fight principalities of the world. Spiritual warfare 101. Mm-hmm. Who are you fighting with? Is it your, is it your is it how or is it what? Let's trash this how. Let's put this off. Switch off all the lights that you put in. Let's place him on us today. Guys, please, if you would have, I mean, what I saw last night, the, last, the night before, he made me awake all night, talking on mm, few of the hours, he talked about you. He talked about you. The God who was with me in India, coming against 3.5 million gods, I brought him here too. Same voice. He's never changed. He never became an Indian to an American. Seriously. I thought, Daddy, I want that accent. Mm -hmm. Teach me that accent. He never changed the accent. I adopted it. I don't know how I adopted it. I adopted it. I wanted to speak in Indian language. How you do it? I I don't know how to do it anyway. It doesn't matter. Change is inevitable when you seek the presence. He will keep changing you. You want maturity, not failure. If you want maturity, not failure. Can you do this? Can you do me a favor? Your hunger, it is your is your capacity to hold the presence. How hungry you can be is how much he can fill you up. If you want this, let's do some crazy things on if you want it. Just, 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 let's just close your eyes. Let's close your eyes and be hungered by saying, God, I want to see, I want to see something new. I want to see something new. I want to, I want to, I, I don't want to go into a land without you. I want to land possessed by your presence. That is what I want. God, I want to I run for restoration. I want to run to reveal you in the restoration process. It's not how. It is what. I want to dive in into this substance called your miracle. Change me. Consume me. Empower me possess me, possess me God, possess me God, I want to see change in me, I want to, ch- I I, I, it's not about who, it's about me now, if it's you my sister, if it's you my brother, if I were you, I, 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 I'm going to be crazy here, I'm going to go down on my knees if you're really hungry, if, I, if you are really hungry, if you are in the gist of change, no, uh, and I'm not seeing you, anyone who's going on the knees will also close their eyes. It's not about humility, it's about giving away the false humility. Humility doesn't win. <laughs> it is what your focus is is gonna win. How deep you want to go. To have him come in wait. That means the more deep you go. The more he will shine. Humble in the sight of the Lord. For he will shine. Guys this is good. This is a great season for us. To really Go. Show him, show him, God, this is my space. This is, I, this is, I just, I was standing. Now I am giving that standing space so he can fill my standing space. <laughs> I, I want to give you permission, God. I want to give you permission to fill me up as much as you can, God. I want to be, I, I, this, is where, this is where I'm going, so low, so low, guys, so low. I don't have any. I won't have any space for me now. I don't want to have any space for me. This is who I am. Change me, mold me, take me apart, scrutinize me, stitch me, give me everything that you think is good for me. Come on, Daddy. Daddy, I bless your sons and daughters here today. I bless your sons and daughters here today, that none of this would fall in the wrong side of the ground. You said, "Anyone who's hungry, I'm gonna sow them in the right place." Would you sow them in the right places, God? Daddy, this is where, this is where you said two nights ago, "I'm gonna pour my." strength, and they're going to be courageous for me. He said, be strong and courageous because I'm going to prosper you. I'm going to bring great things because, because this is where you are. Take this picture where you are today. Take this picture where you are now. This is the place of restoration. Daddy, as you said, I I give, I give this church in your name more desires of you. Make them fall in love with you that the sickness of love would capture everybody here today. Let them fall in love. Let, let that sickness called love fall on them. Made them fall in love with you so bad that night and day that their thoughts would be yours. Change. Come. Change in their emotions. Change in their behaviors. Change in their memories. Miracles happen in Jesus' name. Let these walls break into ten times more that the city would notice restoration in this, in this temple of yours. Thank you, Nana, for doing what you're doing. And anyone who's excited to join him, say Amen. Thank you all.